The Torah content for this week has been sponsored by Judah and Naomi Dardik in honor of Rabbi Moskowitz's second yard site and in appreciation for all those whose love of Torah and excitement for ideas shines in their teaching. Okay, so we are doing a change of plans, last minute change of plans. So I had prepared till in 139 because uh, uh, Tamara had asked me to, to do that. Uh, and then after last week, when we did 130, and I realized like how much it enhanced my saying of uh, Dylan 130. I was like, we should really do the ones that we are we've been saying. And I saw your dad gave a share on Tillum six, mm-hmm. right? And then Rabbi Gober gave a share on Tillum 83. Right. Um, and uh and then I did 130, um, and I did 20. Uh and so, yeah, so there's this one, and then there's one 121's another one we say. Yeah, yeah. So I did I did 121 a couple years ago, but I wouldn't mind doing it again. Uh it's also very short. So the first 27. 27 is another one. Okay, yeah. So that one is another one that wait, 27. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That we did this year, right? Uh yeah, so that, that one we don't need to do again. Um, yeah. So this one is the one, this one and 83 were the ones I had no familiarity with, and I have not prepared this. Like literally the only thing I did was uh, type up the three translations, but I didn't even like go through and look at this. So this is like totally fresh. Huh, have nice. low expectations, okay? Because I just haven't haven't gone through this. Ho- I, feel, I like this year. Yeah, and it's good. And hopefully, what's going to happen is we're going to go through, get some direction, and then I'm going to learn it with Ken because we're finally going to restart our Kavrusa again. And then Ken makes everything better in terms of learning. So, so <laughs> we'll uh, we'll get to that. Before we do this, I just want to express a thought uh, that was on my mind due to several reasons. Um, uh, I was talking to several people and it is astonishing to me that there are people who base their views about God and how he operates, not on the Masora. Like, I know that's like a basic point, but like, I take it for granted. Like I was listening to Rabbi Gobrish here and then that was juxtaposed with this other discussion I had. And like Rabbi Gober is like reading to Hillen and quoting Mepharshim. And like using that to like talk about how we relate to God and like other people will just go based on what they feel, you know, but they'll do it. Like they wouldn't do that in other areas. Like they wouldn't do that in halakha, but when it comes to like, n- you know, philosophy or whatever, they'll go based on, on, on just what they feel about it. Or like, like someone quoted like a Baal Shem Tov story, you know, now I understand if you hold that the Baal Shem Tov is like, uh, a, a Talmud Chacham that like that we know different for you than us quoting the Rav or something like that. But like I don't know. To like there are people though who will just rely on on stories, you know, as like sources. And it brings to mind a thing that Rabbi Moskowitz used to say, which is he said, um, uh, uh, "This is not an exact quote, but like he would say it a lot." Is uh, don't ever let your religious emotions tell you who God is or how to relate to him. Your religious emotions should only tell you to do one thing, learn Torah and let the Torah tell you who God is and how to relate to him. That was his, uh, his recipe for that, you know? And it just made me realize again, also like here we have, you know, people want to know how to relate to God. Okay. They want to know how to make their tefillah effective. They want to know how God operates. We have a book written by David Amela, the authority on tefillah and Sheva. And he wrote 150 chapters, which many of our greatest minds have devoted themselves to writing commentaries on it. And like, people just don't learn it, you know, like it's sad. Well, they read it. They read it. Right. They read it. That is true. So at least, at least they haven't forgotten that it is a source of relating to God. It's just like, yeah, but it's just like, we were, we were, we were talking about this. Uh, was it this morning we were talking about taking stuff? From, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're shot. I mean, that's why I was thinking about also on our Mishle puzzle about people who like have a certain knowledge, um, in an area, take it lightly, like they take it for granted. And like, I just 
taken for granted that we we learn how to relate to God through the psukim and the mafarshim. To me, that's a basic point, but it's like not to be assumed in other areas. Okay, so having said that, let's learn about God. Okay, so masculine David again. I and I have not even I've just like only read this the amount of times that we've said it. Okay, masculine David biyoso bamaara tefila. Okay, um, so a masculine of David. So did we we had a masculine? No. Yeah, right. So do we? I don't think we translated right. I think we just said like an instructive. Yeah, an instructive psalm maybe um, uh, of David. Okay, biyoso bamaara tefila. When he was in a cave, okay, a prayer, okay, and actually, sorry, I, I didn't lie. I didn't prepare this. I did look up what the cave reference is, and um, so anyone know what cave reference is? Yeah, yeah. So what was the, what's the basic outline of the story? Oh, oh, it was the the, 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 the clothing for the. He tore the right. from someone. Okay, so he was running away from Shaul, yeah. right? And so um, he hid in a cave at one point. Yeah. Uh, Yonatan told him to probably got an arrow to him. So when he, he did the sign with the arrow. Right. And then. Oh, um, and then, and then, whatever. And then he was in the cave. And then Shaul and his men came also, I yeah. think, to the same cave. Right? And he was going to sleep. And then David saw Shaul was there and then he cut a corner of his cloak to show, like, I'm not going to kill you, but I could have. Right. And then yeah, got punished later on. And then he was called for the rest yeah. of the life. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so I'm, I'm not gonna read the whole paragraph. So it's in Parak 24 in Shmuel Allah, but I'm just gonna read the first part. David. Oh, so the, the so it looks like it, it really started off with the whole, um, uh, the Parak with the Doeg Haidomi incident. That's when he first fled from Shaul and then he was on the run. And like, you know, Doeg said that he, um, you know, went to Nov Ir HaKohanim and then like, you know, Shaul like had all the Kohanim killed. So David, that I think this is the same, the same like uh, being on the run. So then 24 says, David ascended from there and dwelled in the strong, dwelt in the strongholds of Ein Gedi. When Shaul returned from chasing after the Philistines, people told him saying, behold, David is in the wilderness of Ein Gedi. So Saul took 3000 chosen men all from, from all of Israel and went to seek David and his men over the rocks of the wild goats. He came to sleep enclosures to sleep enclosures on the road, and there was a cave there which Shaul entered to relieve himself. David and his men were sitting at the far end of the cave, um, and then this is that's then what uh, what Moshe said uh, happens. So I don't know if we need to learn the rest of the parak, but that's the, uh, the 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 case here. Okay, fine. Okay, so then Koli El Hashem Ezak, Koli El Hashem Eschanan. Go ahead. Koli, my voice, El Hashem. To Hashem, yeah. Ezak, yeah, I cry out. Koli El Hashem Eschanan. Yeah, my voice uh, to Hashem, I plead is good. Yeah, plead is good. Okay. Eshpoch Lafanav Sichi. For him. Yeah, my, okay, so Siach is conversation. It also is a word for tefillah, right? So, um, I don't know if there's a good English word that captures like prayer that's conversation, but uh my my I'm gonna say I think it's probably prayer here, right? Um Sarasi Lafanav Agid. Yeah, my uh my uh okay, so yeah, you know I want to look up in the BDB here. Um because uh I think it is I mean I know we we say like sar is like straight, you know, but um but here, suffering maybe, my torment, dearth, destitution, 
Um, Vexor or Rival Wife? No, I don't think that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, um, Straits Distress. Yeah, yeah. I, I think because I, I think there is a off uh, a common mistake of uh, mixing up Sar and Saar with an I in it. Saar means suffering or pain. Um, so my uh, my distress. I mean, it's, it's related. It's just you know, um, the fun of uh, before him Agid. Uh, yeah, I declare. All right. Um, yeah. Bihis atif alai ruhi. Yeah, I think so. Right. So when oh wait, bihis atif alai ruhi. So when my 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 ruach, I think was consciousness was going out. Okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when say again. Oh. Uh, good question. Where that word comes from, Atifa. I don't know where the what the relationship between those words is. Let, let's just see what uh, the BDB says, and I also want to look at the English uh, here. So, he's uh, atef to turn aside to envelop oneself, right? So that's wrapping. Feel to be feeble or faint. Yeah, you know what? It's weird. I wonder if that's. I mean, I don't know why. I wonder if it's related to ayef, right? Like, oh. even though it's there's a tet a there. Yeah. So let, let's look at how the uh, how the English translators translated here when my spirit faints within me okay uh refers says when my spirit enshrouds itself round about me so he's trying to get the uh yeah uh and then alter says when my spirit faints within me and then he is footnote here he says um the literal sense of the hebrew is when my spirit faints upon me um so all right fine so when my spirit um let's say faints upon me okay because that seems to be literal upon me the Atayadata Nisivo Sai. You know my path. Yeah, you know my path. Um, oh, so, sorry, I said Nisivo Sai, so you were right about that. It's Nisivo Sai, though. My path, singular. Ba'orach zu ahalech. On this path, I walk. Tamnu uh, Fahli. Uh, <laughs> pach does mean a pitcher. Yeah, here, though, is a different word, though, for Pach. Um, pach. Yeah. Here? Uh, nope, I believe it's trap. Uh, yeah, I was thinking pot. Um, I'm trying to think if there's a uh, let's see, pot. Oh, it's a bird trap. Yeah, I think I got it from Michelet Plaza because there's a Michelet Plaza here. Yeah, oh, an eo, eo, yeah, uh, or a plate of metal. Okay, fine. So, um, uh, so Tom New is they, they, um, they set a trap for me. I'll say that. Okay, we'll check the English later for all of them. Habit Yamin Ureev Ainli Makir. Yeah. Gaze. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To the right, I guess. Right. Yeah. To the right. Or is it is it one of these like gaze at my right hand? Oh. I, I, I will we'll look later. Or A and C. The only Makir. I don't recognize. There's no one I recognize. Yeah, I think there. And OK. Uh, in Makir. Probably there's no one who recognizes me. Uh, right. Or I have no one. There's no to one to me. Recognize. Yeah, <laughs> right. And there is no uh, recognizer, recognizer to me. We'll just put it that way. And no we can, one's recognizing me. I think so. Yeah. Um, or maybe I have no recognizer. Maybe that does work out better. Avan manos me many. All right, manos is another one. Uh, that is uh, not a familiar term. I assume it comes from noose, what, to flee. Um, escape a refuge. Okay, fine. So there's no... Uh, yeah, there is no refuge for me. Um, oh, from me. That is strange. Literally, it's from me. Right. I feel like it should be for me, though, right? But we'll see. From me. In Doresh Lenafshi. This sounds good, right? 
isn't well unless Doris Lanofsky is like no one's seeking <laughs> no, me. Yeah, right. No one, no one is seeking my soul. But, is it, I mean, if it if you say that the, no no one that I recognize, I mean, no, I recognize that means that like there's no one that can to help, me. right? Yeah. So no one's seeking my soul, like to save me. I yeah. guess. Yeah. Okay. Right. But that right. would mean that there's no one I recognize, not no one to recognize me. Yeah. Oh, I guess it could work either way. <laughs> yeah, I think no one I recognize probably sounds better. Let, let's just let's just check out this puzzle right now. Yeah. Right. Uh, five. Look to the right. Okay, and see that I have no friend. Right. Okay, in Lima Kier, I have no friend. Escape is lost to me. No one seeks to save my life. Okay, so they, they put it that way. Uh, Rehearse says, and yet look on my right hand. See, yeah. there is none that will know me. Oh, Every refuge has gone from me. No man cares for my soul. Okay, that's Dorish, like Dorish Tovlamo, the Lukholzaro, whatever we say at the end of the Megillah. Uh, and um, look on the right and see there is no one who knows me. Escape is gone from me. No one inquires for me. Okay, so let's just use the R scroll. Uh, I think that's fine. Um, yeah. Um, again, I'm going to, you know, assuming that we don't figure this all out in one night, I'll probably go tweak this when I learn with Ken. Uh, we just need something to work with here. Za'akti elacha adashem. I've cried out to you, Hashem. Amarti atamachsi. I said. You are my. is a plate. No. Uh, no, is it shelter. shelter. Yeah, you were my shelter. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, I don't know that word. Chalki <laughs> be'er uh, The portion in the in the land of the life. Yeah. So chalki, my portion in the land of the living. The land of living. Yeah, uh, or the land of life. Okay. Um, okay. Hakshiva el rinasi. Please listen to my Rina happiness. Uh, oh yeah, so Rina is usually okay. So actually, no, Rina is one of those words like uh, like Trua, where it could be for joy or it could be for distress or like for sadness. Uh, like um, Kumi Roni Balila Barosh Ashmaros. Uh, that's an Echa. Get up and cry out, and that's like crying out in like you know um, desperation to God so at night. My, my distress. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to say listen attentively uh, to my. Um, my, I'm going to say cry of, of, uh, of anguish. Um, uh, Kidalosi Maod. Yeah. Kidalosi Maod. It's just the, it's not, it's not door, is it? Trampled. I am, I'm like, I don't think trampled. Dull. Yeah. Dull. Yeah. yeah. Weak or low. I, I think the literal meaning is low. Let me just check. Um, um, I think I have a mnemonic for that. Anyone like Indian food? Uh, it yeah. depends. <laughs> dull. Yeah. yeah. Anyone dull is? What is it? I mean, but that's very, that's what I know it as. Okay, so I, th- I thought doll means um is uh oh no I don't no I'm, I'm questioning myself I'll have to look it up I had mnemonic I thought it was I thought it was a type of uh, lentils or oh, or beans that, yeah. and so I always picture someone dropping their their beans on the floor and saying I am doll um yeah so to be low it's red lentils red lentils all right thank you thank you all right good um uh yeah back when I used to eat lentils okay <laughs> for I am low um I'm very low. Right, I am very low. Uh, Dalma ode, very lentil. Uh, Hatsilini mirod fi. Save me from my pursuers. Yep, save me from my pursuers. Um, ki amtsu mimeni. Khazak be'emats. Yeah, for they are stronger than I am. Okay, last pasuk. Hotia mi masger nafshi. Pick up my locked soul. Okay, so I think. Mi mas, so I think you have to reverse that. Hotia nafshi mi masker. Yeah. 
take out my soul from from how do you say it? Entrapment? It's prison. Prison. Yeah, prison, I think is good. From prison. It's prison. Um Lahodos as Shemecha. To praise God. Meaning take me out to praise God. Yeah, uh better than praise. To thank God, probably, right? To uh it can't Hoda can mean praise, but I think Hoda is usually more thanks. Yeah, to thank um to thank your name. Um or this last part I think is difficult to translate. Be Achtiru Tadikim. Be is the beginning and not the end of the last. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Eshemecha B. Wait, yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, wait, Lahodos. No, no, sorry. Wait, take out my name from prison to thank. Lahodos Eshemecha. Okay, I don't know how to do Tehillim stuff. Lahodos, I don't know what that little thing is in Tehillim stuff. Be Achtiru Tadikim. I'm just going to cheat. Um, Release my soul from confinement to acknowledge your name. That's what they put it there. Uh, to acknowledge your name. Okay, then be Achtiru Sadikim. Yeah. Crown, yeah, right. So I would say so the I guess Sadikim crown me, right? Yeah. Kisigmol alive, which made the, oh, by the way, in the story, I mean, this whole context was him being released and then eventually becoming Melech. So I don't know if that's a reference to that, but Sadikim crown me. Key signal a lie. Because or because more yeah, because you bestowed, and I think you also have to say, yeah, kindness or some nice word upon me. Okay. All right. So now let's let's do what we did last time. Read through all the three English ones and just see nuances here. Um we'll we'll modify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a Moscow by by David when he was in the cave, a prayer. With my voice, I cry out to Hashem. With my voice, I plead with Hashem. I pour out my plaint before him. Uh, I declare my distress before him. When my spirit faints within me, then you know my perilous path. Um, on this road that I walk, they have laid a snare for me. I think we did something different there. Yeah, I think I put the, the semicolon in the wrong place. Um, and you know my path. On this path I walk, they said, oops, they said a, a trap for me. Okay, um, which is where you want to put traps. Uh, look to the right and see that I have no friend. Escape is lost to me. No one takes my life to save my life. I have cried out to you, Hashem. I have said, you are my refuge, my portion in the land of living. Attend to my cry, for I have been brought very low. Rescue me from my pursuers, for they are stronger than I. Release my soul from confinement to acknowledge your name. Acknowledge is actually the better. That's, I forgot that that's my preferred translation, because acknowledge is both, um, uh, you can use it for thanking, you know, like giving credit to. You can use it for praising. You can use it for being like modeh. You know, uh, acknowledging. So what did I say here? From, da, 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 um, to acknowledge acknowledge your name. Okay. Um, release myself from confinement to acknowledge your name. The righteous will crown themselves with me when you bestow kindness upon me. The righteous will crown themselves with me. Okay, I'm going to go on. All right, refresh. Uh, should we skip refresh? <laughs> it's going to be very creative. Let's read it. I'm instructed by David a prayer when he was in the cave. When I weep, it is to Hashem that I cry. When I weep, it is towards Hashem that I struggle to become worthy of favor. See, that's a very rehearsing type thing. It's like a very, very specific translation. I will pour out my meditation before him. And that's how he says, siah. I shall declare my distress before him. When my spirit enshrouds itself round about me, yet you know my path. In the way in which I walked, they have hidden a snare for me. Um, and yet, look on my right hand and see, there is none that will know me. Uh, every refuge has gone from me. No man cares for my soul. Therefore, I have cried to you, O God. I've said you are my refuge, my portion in the land of the living. Attend to the outpouring of my spirit, for I have been brought very low. Deliver me from my pursuers, for they are too mighty for me. Bring my soul out of prison, so that it may acknowledge your name. Because of me, they will crown the righteous. They will crown the righteous. Because of me, they will crown the righteous. So he's saying B is because of me. Uh, when you bring my destiny to fruition. What was the last part? My destiny? Uh, yeah, that's that? where they're getting that from. I don't know. Okay, fine. And then last one, altar. 
uh, David Moskett when he was in the cave of prayer. With my voice, I shout to the Lord. Am I recording? Okay, good. Yeah. Um, with my voice, I shout to the Lord. Um, when I said voice, I was reminded. Uh, um, with my voice, I plead to the Lord. I pour out my speech before him. My, in uh, my distress before him, I tell. When my spirit faints within me, you, you know my path. Um, oh, he had a nice little comment here. Um, you, you know my path. The addition of the, the usually elided pronoun ata makes this emphatic. So in other words, usually you would just say um, yadata. Wait, what was the Lushan in Hebrew? Um, yeah, yeah, right. Uh, yadata. So ata yadata. See, th- this is like, again, why I like uh, altars. Like he's uh, picking up on the nuances here, right? Uh, uh, you, you know my path. Um, on the path on which I walk, they have laid a trap for me. Look to the right and see. There's no one who knows me. Escape is gone from me and no one inquires for me. I shouted to you, O Lord. I said, you are my shelter, my lot in the land of the living. Listen close to my song of prayer. That's on the arena is like joyous song. Um, so he's saying song of prayer uh, for I've sunk very low. Save me from my pursuers for they are too strong for me. Bring me out from the prison to acclaim your name um, for the righteous will draw around me when you requite me. So Gomel here, he's saying requite. I thought it meant to like provide relief. Let's see if that is true. Requite. Uh, make appropriate return for or return a favor. Okay, fine. So return a favor or to respond or uh, love or affection. Okay. Yeah. So Gomel is like, uh, Gomel here is learning as like, um, like uh, to repay. Yeah. When you repay me. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, I think there was another couple altar points here. So he says, look on the right. And Psalms help is repeatedly on the right hand. So it is dismaying when there is no one there who knows the speaker. Okay. Um, there's no one to my right. Okay. Uh, and then he says here, I'm just going to read this in case this is important. Bring me out from pr- the prison. Some scholars have understood this literally making this Psalm a prisoner supplication. The speaker has been entrapped. Verse four, he is incarcerated with no, no one around to help him. Verse five, and he pleads to be freed. But this may be fanciful because prison like straits is a ready metaphor for a condition of acute distress. And the binary opposition between restrictive enclosure and wide open space is common in the figure of language of Psalms. So he's saying he doesn't mean literally. Okay, then here, oh, here he's got some altery stuff. Um, the meaning of the verb yachtiru is in dispute. Uh, well, when you say it, normally it would mean to crown, but the verbal stem suggests to go round, a crown going around the head. Either the Masoretic yachtiru has the sense here of yechatru, the same root in another conjugation, to surround, or should be revocalized as yechatru. In the consonantal text, it lacks the yud, as the form yechatru does. This is the reading of the Septuagint. <laughs> okay, yeah. Septuagint was the Greek translation of the Torah, uh, which doesn't follow the Masora. Yeah. Okay. So uh, again, I'll tweak this translation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oops, sorry. That's the art school. Here's ours. Yeah. Okay. So let us, uh, I guess, any candidates for the pivot? Uh, Wait, let's think for a second. Let's think for a second. Yeah. I have one as well. No. Okay. Yeah, Isaiah. Um, so I was thinking that it is six. Yeah. Six and on, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, why? Before six, I think it's like a declaration of the situation of facts um, yeah. and intent. Okay. Uh, six is, uh, like a tefillah at that point. Okay. Like he's saying he's actively. Fair, fair. Trying. Anyone have a different reason for the same pivot? Before we do different pivot. Yeah. Um, well. Similar, but yeah. the first half is like talking about how he does for God. Yeah. 
and the first half and the second half is saying I did in the past, and now he's like, right. Okay, that's good. Also, yeah, I I just note I noticed it from the um, uh, Hashem is being talked about in the third person for the first half, and then he talks to Hashem in the second person, so that fits with the uh, with what you're saying as well. Okay, anyone have a different pivot? Um, I might. Yeah, Ellie. Uh, even more like seven. Um, that seems to be one of his requests are being. Uh, suggested listen okay right so yeah so yeah you could say that that's when the teal actually starts and six is just describing what uh he has done in the past yeah i would accept that as well okay ariel you can say what you want to say <laughs> uh ariel what do you what do you think what kind of puzzle do you think I, this is i have a hobby oh okay no you, you missed what i was getting at okay i was so focused with like yeah. Okay, well, I'm sorry. Ask your question one more time. Um. What? Okay. So we 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 have uh um okay. Isaiah and Ezra uh, and I uh, initially thought that six through eight is mm-hmm. you know where the pivot is, and then Ellie said that um it really should start at seven because yeah. the um the tefillah actually begins here. He doesn't actually ask Hashem for anything. Right, right, in right. he's just describing what he has done. Right. Right. Yeah. So Ellie so, was saying six is the hint. Ah, there you go. That's it. That's what I was waiting for. Okay. Yeah. So this is, uh, this is, uh, Ariel's, uh, uh, pointing out to the hinge and this is, so, you know, now, now we have, uh, we'll call this, uh, just like you have like a Phillips screwdriver, you have an Ariel hinge. Okay. <laughs> an Ariel hinge. So my, my hinge in Ms. Moshirli Mashabas was that you can read it as being like the, conclu- like, like as, um, like in the syntax, like, the conclusion of that sentence or the start of the next sentence, but the Ariel hinge is like a blending of the two um, yeah, themes. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, but then, um, I, I see your hand, Chaim, but what did you want to say though? Um, I still need to think, think it through. I have a lot of questions. Okay, sure, that. sure. Okay, Chaim. Yeah, I just want to kind of argue for six being part of the second half because, yeah, um, it's almost like six is, um, is like a um, Shevach almost of like this is what Hashem has been he's been my shelter and my person right um, and then moving into like the uh the proper part of the of the bakasha so I'm just wondering if like that's another argument for the yeah, six I, I I definitely hear that um and it is an interesting kind of shavak I feel like we do this sometimes where you like provide shavak almost as like uh, articulating the basis of you then making the bakasha I mean that's kind of the uh the whole Rashba's approach to the first three brachas of the Shemon Esrei that it's shavak but it's like you're setting up the premises uh, the premises which your bakashas are all based on, you know. Um, so yeah, I hear that. Yeah, Akiva. I'm trying to defend six being a hinge. Okay. Um, it seems like it's only wait, wait, wait. The what kind of hinge? The the RL hinge. The RL hinge. hinge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um it just seems like it's a little out of place compared if you it doesn't really fit with the next part, but that's like right constructed other parts are all okay. Yeah. That's a good argument for the hinge as well. Yeah, doesn't fit squarely into either one. Okay, so now let's Can I try eight, even though I'm not fully confident about it. Sure. All right, I, I want to try to put a plus of class as okay you know, before, let's before see what, plus that, of class. what that looks like, just to envision it. Yeah, just just to, just to envision. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the, the reason why uh, it, it's because it seems it seems like he's um you know he, he's a little bit more forceful. With that, like, like you know, like, be, be, what, what, what I mean is beforehand, it's almost like, you know, like, uh, like, listen to me, you know, I've cried out, you know, look to the right, you know, it's almost like, you know, just, you know, uh, you know, just, just, just observe me, and, and then it's saying, 
take out my soul, you know, like, uh, okay, well, so if, forcefully versus uh, like, like, it's like almost like the demand, like, like, the okay, and you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't put uh, save me, uh, oh, yeah, 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 I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, so you're saying, you're saying that, that the tone shifts, yeah, I feel like the tone shifts to like, it's like a demand for an for an action like yeah an outcome okay i mean i would argue that the, the entirety of seven would fit into that then wouldn't yeah it? right so we're back <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay yeah you tried you tried you tried yeah yeah no but he's he's really he's really pulling out the uh the the two halves though yeah oh, yeah no, I, I, the, the tone definitely complements this yeah I, I think i think it does help yeah it just you know didn't do what he wanted, but uh, but it, it did help. Yeah, Q. Look to the right and see. I have a friend. Look, listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only thing though is that he is not asking for anything yet until seven, right? Yeah. So I, I I think it sounds like the the theory that we have that is the most conducive to the way that we're all thinking is either six is the beginning of the pivot or six is a hinge. I think like that's kind of where we're at right now. So let, let's assume then see what happens. All right. So let's now get the questions and problems and observations. Questions, problems, and observations. Uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go ahead and copy and paste this into the chat for those who want to peruse it. Uh, I missed the Alan Greenspan reference. Not Alan. Greenspan, the former treasurer of, uh, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> disciple uh, of Ayn Rand. Yeah. 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 No. Oh, uh, is that, was that thing, like, perusing his target? I'm like, say, okay. Yeah. Right, whatever. Yeah. Know, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I might have, that's one of my favorite ones. Okay. Or immediately after the television here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, what are the uh, questions, problems, observations? Yeah. Um, how does this fit into the actual situation <laughs> Jovan is in, in terms of like being in the cave? Uh, he seems yes. to have a, a group of people like escorting him, and yet he seems to. Okay. Yeah. So, do, do, do we get the thing with the? I know I read it just now, but uh, are there people with him in the cave or? Is he alone in the cave? Yeah, I think he's alone. I think he's I mean, alone. The said that he was with that he was with his men. Yeah, that, there there was something about being with the men. I just want to see. I just want to read the facts more carefully again. He needs no one to save his men in the same situation as he is. Yeah, I just want to double check and make sure that I didn't. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So Saul took three thousand chosen men, all of Israel, and went to seek David and his men over the rocks of the wild goats. So David and his men, okay, but then he came to sheep enclosures. Oh, I said sleep enclosures before because someone said sleep. <laughs> I got in my mind that would be these are sleeping caves because that's the thing. All right, sheep enclosures uh, along the road, and there was a cave there which shall into to relieve himself. David and his men were sitting at the far end of the cave. So, the, so his men are there. So I, I think he, what was that? Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, uh, what? <laughs> Yes, he's using the kid. Yeah, so there, David and his men are there. So I think you have to say whatever someone just said, which is that he and his men are in the same situation. Yeah, but your question is still uh, important, though, which is that um, what does the context, I guess, like how, how, how does the context affect our understanding of the contents here? Oh, you know, what? I'm going to ask a question because I think no one's going to ask it. Um, but I'll, I'll I'll give you the opportunity. Well, you, okay. You, 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 no, no. I, I think I, I think 
Okay, well, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go. It's, it's the first question that we really should ask because it's before Puzzle Olive. Uh, anything weird about the fact that this is Tillum 142? <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is earlier in his life, but it's a later one. Okay, close, very close, very very close. Okay. Yeah, you know. Okay, so all of the personal prokim about David. Uh, are in books. Okay, there are five books of Tehillim. Is that something that we know, or is that okay? Okay, yeah. So it's five books of Tehillim uh, after the the Chumash Chumshe Torah. Okay, um, and I think there are theories about what each of the books is for, but um, but it's not that it's exactly chronological, but that the personal prokim about David are in book one, maybe book two as well. I don't actually know how far it goes. But then, anyone know what the book what book five tends to be about? Yeah, you must Mashiach. Okay, right. So the question is, um, what is this um, David Psalm, as Alter would say, doing all the way in uh, towards, let's say, um, uh, towards the end of Book Five, when usually uh, the biographical uh, chapters are in book one. I'll, I'll have to verify if it's book one and two. Um, and I think the next one is also like that, if I remember correctly. Um, Mismer the David. Yeah. It's like, you just don't see a Mismer the David this late in the book. Yeah. So that's one that I don't think anyone was going to ask. And if you were going to ask it, I apologize. I saw your question. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ayala. Okay. So what is the purpose of Sukkim two and three? If like they themselves are in a request, but he's just like saying that he is requesting. Yeah. So what is the <laughs> that's point a good of question. That? Right. Okay. That's actually a great question. Uh, I don't think, I feel like we haven't seen that before. So um, what is the point of um, Sukkim uh, Bez and Gimel? Um, Switch is not working. Okay. Uh, he's not actually pleading. Uh, he's just narrating the fact that, that he does plead. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, you know, what's funny though. I mean, this is not an answer, but we do say this in English, in English, please, Ezra, I'm begging you, right? <laughs> like you narrate your own begging, which is like a weird, uh, you know, weird thing. So I don't know if that's what he's doing. Give it to me, give it to me. Yeah, yeah. Is that, that's like begging versus like, yeah. Like, how would you beg without narrating or begging? Say please. <laughs> yeah, please. you say please oh, instead of saying please. I'm pleading with you. You know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I'm pleading with my life. Yeah. Okay, that's a good question. Uh, yeah, Ezra, and then Isaiah. Um, maybe this is too broad yeah. of a question, but why? Why is he saying these specific things in this specific situation of Tsar? And maybe more generally, why does he say like the specific things that he does in each different Tsar? Like, yeah. like, this is good, but it also works for every other yeah. And okay, right, first. right. So I'm going to go ahead and just refer us to the altar, uh, not the altar, well, weird slip, the Adler for uh, quite a second question. Um, so in Adler's four questions that I adopted to Tillon, um, this is the question two. What is this parak saying in detail and how? What do the individual psukim mean? Why are the psukim ordered in this manner? And why did he say these things in this way? The other thing I add to that is, how do these psukim reflect this specific theme right. that we say for, for one? Yeah. So that is a good question. I'm just not going to list it because it's a general question on every pair. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I, I had an order there. Yeah. Isaiah and then Akiva and then, and then Ariel. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Pasek Dalad. Yeah. Um, it seems to be a weird mix. Like he says, his spirit is fainting, which that sounds bad. Yeah. He's giving up hope or something like that. But he's also saying, you know my path. 
and he's just walking on this path. Like that sounds like um, he's not like giving up hope. Like if you have a path, yeah. Know, well, part of my question is, what is the path? Mm-hmm. But then also, like if you have a path and Shem knows your path, then like why is your spirit? Made? Okay, so I'm going to ask this in the way that you led with, uh, because I think it expresses uh, the confusion. Okay, Pasuk Dalid um, seems to convey mixed messages. Okay, so he begins by describing himself as fainting, uh, which implies uh, a certain, like, hopelessness. Okay, then he says that Hashem knows his path, um, which seems seems to be positive, right? Especially if you take, like, Yediyah Hashem to mean, like, Hashgacha, Right, when it's like you know, like in this week's parsha, Akia Dativ, uh, um, oh, that's Mishpat, right? So that's like knowing the path that you're on means that like you're on Hashem's path, you know, um, uh, which seems to be positive, as though Hashem is with him, okay? Uh, and then he switches back to the negative of the. Uh, set a trap on my path. Um, yeah, and it uses it does use two different words for path, but yeah. So it's just like what what is this uh, is this expressing? Yeah, Akiva. Yep. That was my main question, but uh, my second question uh, <laughs> uh, is: Who is he referring to by a friend? I guess. Uh, and five, and, yeah. right? Um, on the side, they're just not as strong as that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he just just turned the old head. Yeah, um, right. Um, okay, so let me actually. I'm going to combine this with right. I'm going to combine this with what Ellie was saying, which is that what does he mean uh, when he says that he has no friend? Okay, seeing as how. He does, and they're with him in the cave. <laughs> right, you're right, right. Um, moreover, he did have a faction that supported him yeah, outside of the cave. Uh, so that's like Yonatan and Shmuel, right? Um, right, yeah, but then it's weird to say I have no friend, you know, right. Yeah. Okay. That's a good question. Yeah. That's funny. I think to look to the right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's it's a little confusing here because like he he seems to be uh you know like the situation the setting is almost like uh, he should be saved you know from physical harm. Yeah. But also he pasachas uh, is like take out my soul from prison. I mean. Mm, okay. Yeah. What do you mean, my soul? Like, right. Like, no, get my body out. Okay. Of so so the question here we do know that nefesh in Tanakh Hebrew can mean. Um, like spiritual soul or it can mean like your life, like my, you know, right. but I will, we will, I will ask, um, what does he mean in, um, uh, Pasuk Ches by, by, no, no, this is the, uh, the Vodazar has been fine today. The, um, oh. the switching from the Hebrew, um, by, um, asking to take his soul out of prison. Yeah. Uh, I thought of another silly answer for the question about the friend, though. Look to the right and see. I have no friend. Yeah, you can't see because it it's a dark cave. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, let's go with uh, Chaim, Ayala, Akiva, Isaiah. And then, back, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering in Pasuk 5, when he says escape is lost to him and no one seeks to save his life, was his life in immediate danger? Like, it, 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 I mean, I guess insofar as Shaul is looking for him, but not like in the cave. 
Well, I mean, there's a thousand of his men outside the cave, and he's been chased, and they just killed the whole city of Kohanim. So, like, okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, Ayala. So this is um, like further on Isaiah's question about the path. Yeah, is it like a physical path, or is it like you know my path? I thought it was like a metaphysical path, kind of like. Right. Let's just see the words that they use here. So Nasiva and then um, Orach. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I will ask this here. Furthermore, um, are the two path references uh, talking about the same thing? Um, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, who's next? Haikiva, yeah. Um, well, it's a question also I... Want to say that six should be not a hinge and goes with the rest. So it seems like he's asking specifically, he, he has the uh, setup that he's asked before and therefore right. it didn't work, asking again. So six, oh, wait, it didn't work? Obviously. He said, I have cried out uh, you, I shelter you, and you saved me for the proportionate meaning. You say did or did it not? I'm saying, no, I guess in the past it has. Yeah, it has, right? Okay, yeah. I just want to make sure I heard you right. What's he saying this time? I said you are my child. Well, he's not really saying what happened, right? Well, but it seems like it worked because he's here. Well, I guess either way, he's setting up that he's asked in the past. Yeah. Or this time it's worked too. Right. I wonder why Why does it matter that he's very low as opposed to just in... Well, and how does that affect the fact that he's in danger? What is the very low? Easy okay, so I'm, uh, that question I understand. I'm not seeing your how you're connecting it to your question or your observation about six. Well, I could just be a mistake. I was thinking that he's saying that he's cried out before, and yeah. now I'm crying out again. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. I think he's saying yeah. But okay, so crying out again because it didn't have to save him the first. No, I think um, this is like in the okay. Well, I get okay. So let's split this into a factual question, uh, um, a factual question, and then like a um, meaning question here. So in six, when did he cry out? To Hashem, right? Let's just ask that. Okay. Um, and also ask why is he pointing this out? Okay, so in oh, I didn't even say what puzzle this is. Puzzle. Okay, so then in um in Pasuk Vav, um uh when is he referring to when he says uh, I cried out to you, um, uh, to you. Okay, and then um, and then another question. Uh, actually, I'll just say it here. Why is he highlighting this here? And then in Pasuk 7, um, uh, what is the uh, significance of pointing out that he is very low? It's also like weird. I would not say if I was in danger that I am low. Low to me sounds yeah. Like low sounds much more like a covered thing. Isn't that like a humbling thing? Uh I guess what does he mean, right? We have to ask, right? Uh what what does doll uh what does doll uh, mean and what is yeah right of pointing this out yeah Dalma Ode yeah Isaiah yeah so um, kind of like 
expanding out my first question, I think. Yeah. In the first half of the thing, um, why doesn't David really trust in Shem? Um, because he says, like, look to the right and see that I have no friend. Like, why is he looking for friends? He has a Shem that he could be relying on. Mm-hmm. But instead, he's choosing to, like, look for men. And he's worried about these people setting a trap for him. Like, like it just, like, um, it seems that there's a little bit of, like, like, a lack of, like, fully being, like, Trusting in a shaman in a way. Okay, so I, I I don't agree with the question. And the reason why is because according to that reasoning, then anytime you make any bakasha, then you're not trusting a shem. So I think the very I think the opposite. I think the fact that he is turning to a shem, you know, um, like means that he recognizes I need Hashem. And I think the fact that he starts off by saying my voice to Hashem, I cry out, also indicates that he is trusting in a shem. And I think the only question that you could ask from what you're saying is like does the fact that he's saying he has no friend mean that like he was relying on human beings in a way that he shouldn't have you know but i I don't think just the fact that he's pointing out his situation of uh lack means that he's like lacking trust in Hashem. i just don't see evidence for that like like you feel like escape has lost me no one seeks to save my life i mean it sounds like he seeks to save his own life like or he should seek to save his own life right um, it just seems like it's very like dependent on other people in a way that I guess I'm surprised to see. From yeah, I I don't see the question. Uh, I'm just trying to think if there's a question I can see that we can like write down and and uh, and have both of them. <laughs> um, sure. Yeah. I mean, he's he's expressing his terrible situation. So that's right. He's got. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, let, let's. Right. Right. I want to ask that as a general to feel a question. Okay. Like, um, what what was that? That was five. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, so, so I guess general, uh, general to feel a question. Okay. Which is, um, what is the function of articulating, uh, like your dire situation? in tefillah okay and i feel like we have approaches to that based on what we said before but i think it'd be good to like examine it in this uh, test case yeah ariel yeah um, oh, ariel Hyman in, as well. in the, in the pasa, uh he's saying that uh you know save me from my uh, pursuers for they're stronger than i am it's interesting because like he never had he never had that issue before you know because uh, like glide you know like like well i guess two questions one in what sense are they stronger than him because like, yeah. he wasn't concerned with uh, Goliath because he, you know, that's true. That is okay. Like, that's yeah. a good point, right? Yeah. Right. So like, so like, he's used to or whatever. Yeah. So um, so it's just interesting to know that like, in what framework are they stronger than him? Right. Is it philosophical or is he was he concerned about his own philosophy versus theirs? Is it is it physical? Like, what's... all right. So, um, uh, why is he concerned with his enemies being stronger than him? Um, than him. What about all that that talk about how strength doesn't matter if you have the shame Hashem? Yeah. Right. Um, uh, right. Uh, what's the thing in hollow that we say? Um, sabuni gam sabuni. Uh, wait, is it? I, I can never quote it out of context. Oh, that's uh, that's like one of the last. Shem Hashem Kiyam Ilam. 
Oh, Is that it? Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, I will overpower them with the chamber jump. Right. Um. So, what type of strength, um, uh, of his enemies is he worried about? Yeah. Oh, that raised a question for me too. But I'll, I'll wait. Yeah, Chaim, you had a thing. Yeah, I was wondering in um in a uh, plastic eight. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like a weird non sequitorial ending of the parak where he's like, "So he can crown me because he bestowed kindness upon me." Um. I just like doesn't seem like it fits with like anything that's going on in this yeah. parak. Just like yeah. the the last line there. Yeah. Okay. Good. So that that's that just deserves its own question. Um, uh, what is no, just the crown out. <laughs> what is pasuk uh, Ches saying? Okay. It seems quote non. How would you spell that? Sequitorial. Like secretary. Yeah. <laughs> Not the horse. Yeah. Uh yeah. Um why is he saying it's a tefillah? Uh why is he saying yeah. Wait, wait, why is he saying it's a tefillah? Yeah, well in the beginning. Right. Says, I mean, isn't it a tefillah? It is, but why is he like I mean I guess why is he, he I mean he always says Mizar so I guess maybe that's just what he does. But <laughs> why is he like this is a tefillah? Actually, you know <laughs> I you know it's a good question. I just want to look and see how oh, many yeah, how many times he uses the word tefillah uh, in the introduction of uh, Tillam? I've never seen it before, actually. Right. Um, if he doesn't do it a lot, then I think. Yeah, then, then it's worth asking. I, I thought you were going to ask, why is it a mosque right? right? Like, I understand a mosque, like the last mosque we did ended off with like a lesson. Uh -huh. And I don't see a lesson here. I just see like tefillah, you know? Um, so I will say that I'll uh, add that in a second here. Hold on. Let's just. Uh, this last mosque. Is the last one. Yeah, it's the one that doesn't fit. Uh, okay, tell him. Tefillah Ladavid, Yud Zion. Tefillah Ladavid, Pevav. Tefillah Lamosha. That one doesn't count. Tefillah Laani, Kiatov. Vaani, Tefillah. Okay, that doesn't count either. Uh, and. Just waiting. You should be able to search only with the filters. Is it searching all results regardless of filters? Yeah, but I was just loading the, uh, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I think I can, well, which filters? Yeah, no, it's just saying like the way it's conducting the search. Right. You should just search to him and nothing else. Right. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I could, I could have done that in the beginning. I just didn't click it. And then ours. No, I mean, I, there's, there's, you know, there's other ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's not so common, but it's not unheard of, but, um, all right. So let me just ask here. I'll ask it anyway. I'm gonna ask this up here. Um, okay. So first I'm gonna ask what is, uh, um, what is so, um, as Chaim would say, musculatorial, musculatorial about this. Um, and then, uh, why does he point out that it is a tefillah? Yeah, Ali? Um, is it possible that the reason he fears, um, those who are stronger than him is because he doesn't, he fears that he doesn't have the shame of Shem, and that's what he's trying to attain uh, are you answering a question or are you asking a new one say, yeah okay so let's let's uh let's not answer questions yet yeah uh, akiva just wondering like what exactly is he 
trying to ask right. for with this feel like it is he asking the shell shouldn't find him in the cave or like it should Stop, sounds like right it sounds it. like he is let's just see take out my soul from prison to acknowledge yeah so let's ask that on on, on, on puzzle eight right um given the fact uh that given the fact that he's in a cave and his enemies are trying to track him down right well i don't know when he said the tefillah Right. Um, uh, yeah, probably not. <laughs> Shell's going to the bathroom and he hears like, masculine. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> like <laughs> I don't think that. Yeah. Um, so given the fact that he's in a cave and his enemies are trying to track him down. Um, uh, what uh, was I going to ask? Oh, yeah. Um, what is, exactly is he asking for when he says, remove my soul from prison? Right. Is he is is he asking to like like to escape so he could hide somewhere else? Right. Like right. To solve all his problems. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So like like and the funny thing is he only he only mentions get me out of prison. He doesn't say if he said redeem me. I'd be like, OK, fine. That's like from all your sorrows. But get me out of prison sounds a. Uh, Sounds different. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, clearly, I feel like a main idea is going to emerge from the to acknowledge your name, but I think we we covered this in what is Plus Gate saying. All right. Are we missing anything here? Um, there's our usual questions again of uh, what's the purpose of this for for us? You know, like when are we supposed to use this? Yeah. Um, in terms of phase, uh, yeah. Is he saying? Uses to like verbs of Zaka, like uh, yeah. So is he is he specifically like categorizing this tefila? Okay. Those two words. Yeah. So let's um, ask that here, which is um, in pasuk in pasuk. Uh, eh, again. Okay. In two, he uses two words for. Um, his uh his outcry um zaka zaka and um trina yeah tahanun okay um uh what do we make of this okay so here's what let's do unless you have another question yeah. See, i don't remember if Isaiah asked this yeah but what's, what's, what's he talking about when he's saying he's fainting? uh yeah did we did we say that um we just said the mixed messages um I'll just acknowledge whatever that means. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's do this in the remaining five minutes. Let's just read the opening commentary on the opening uh, comments on different commentaries, just to like get a broad view so we can get our mind going and then think about it through uh, to next week. Okay. So ooh, I do not open up the Tehillim 142. You see? Okay. All right. So let's start off with Matsudas David, um, who says, um, Okay, fine. So when you cut off Shaul's um, cloak uh, corner, uh, then he did this feel. Okay, fine. That doesn't really answer it. Uh, let's go to Rashi. That's the same thing. <laughs> okay, fine. The Rid says, Kol makom she'omer maskil. 
Kach Pisrono. Wow. He's giving us a methodology thing. So whenever it says Maskil, this is its interpretation. So he was mistakel uh, Never seen that expression before. He was like um, analyzing, you know, comprehending the Ruach Hakodesh, and he said this with Navu of Ruach Hakodesh. So I have no idea what that means, especially because I don't know anything about the ribs idea about Ruach Hakodesh and Navua. But at least he's like giving us a you know methodology tip. And then the footnote says, look at uh 31, which we can do. Radak says, um, uh, when uh Shaul went to go look in the, the rock uh clefts, and he David hid in the cave before him. David and his men were in the depths of the cave. Um uh, is it the left or the right? Yeah. Left, okay. Um Oh, so he composed it. Okay, fine. I mean, I guess that makes sense. He composed it. I guess we were assuming that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's, uh, that's uh, what do you call it? That was the Radak. Okay, we got everyone on that side. Okay, then let's look at the Meiri next. That's interesting. Oh, it awakens hearts due to the uh the abundance or the uh magnitude of, of his tefillah so everyone's referring to till in the lamed base i guess that's the first mosque so we should look there i'm not gonna do it tonight um okay sforno uh, no we're not gonna look at sforno yet actually i'm gonna switch to all the torah um so mucus larash bomb says nothing ibn ezra mosque david a psalm which is to be chanted to the tune of a poem opening with the word Moscow. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Um, okay, Radak, we did. Sforno. This this is more Oh, so he's addressing the question. This the author put this Mismor in this place. Akar Mismore Kibbutz Galios Mashiach. Okay, Sforno. Um after uh, the chapters about the ingathering of exiles in Mosmashiach, that means what I think it means, then that's very interesting. That um, this is what's going to happen to them after the, the tremendous sorrows in the war of, uh, sorry, in the exile, in the war of, of Milhamas Go. Shiblu b'machmorav. What is machmor? Anyone know? Um, I hate to use Google Translate. Can you get a green dictionary for me, please? I'm going to see if. Uh, thank you. Um, machmor. Mach um, machmor is the net or the trap. Okay, let's so. What is he gonna guess that? I was gonna use morphics. I don't know what that is. It's really good. <laughs> okay, all right, I'll have to check it out. It's an Israeli website, so it's it's made for translating to English. Right, but is it is it um modern Hebrew or is it uh it's mainly modern Hebrew, but it yeah. has a lot of good things. Okay, all right, good to know because that's that's why I like this one because it has both. Okay, so when uh when many of the Poshe Israel fall into the uh into the into its nets, okay. So Okay, fine. Kamru, as it says, Vayite Vayatza Chitsai Chati Hair Bagola. Vayatza Chati Hair Bagola. Half of the city will be lost in the exile. Um, 
and the tzaddikim of the door will remain. As it says, On that day, God will shield on behalf of the inhabitants of Yushalayim, and the one that stumbled on them will be on that day like David and the house of David, like Elohim. I have no idea what this means. Um, okay, fine. I have no idea what that meant. So he, he's saying, though, that basically there's going to be a situation after the, or in the Kibbutz Galios events, that is going to be, Israel's going to be a state of uh, of like um, of like being trapped like David was. So it is bringing up a tefillah that will be appropriate at that time um, because that's the situation we'll be in. Okay, fine. Then next, Rav Elia Denula. Okay, so there's his theory. Even though this fifth sefer talks all about Yimus Mashiach, so he attached this parak and the one after it. When he's talking about his tsaros when he was fleeing from Shaul. Okay, next one is about when he was fleeing from Avshalom. Why? To show that just like the flight from Shaul was for a long time, so too our galus is very long. Just like he was saved at the end, not I'm saying Harabim. I don't know. Probably Bezras Hashem of something. Uh, um, uh, Nigal will be redeemed. Also, just like at the end, David becomes a uh, uh, um, you know ruler over his enemy. Yisrael Yasu We will become rulers over our um, princes over our masters. But so it's kind of like a um, not not exactly, but like a kind of like a Maisa Abu Simon Labanim Ramban idea that like the events that happened to David. Uh, to that Mashiach, David, is going to happen in the time of the future Mashiach to uh, to us. Um, so more like symbolic than you should say this tefillah then. And the one after this, just like the fleeing from Absalom was for a short time, but was very dangerous. So too the Muhammad's Gog is going to be uh, for a short time, but will be in very big danger. So you got to wonder which one, if we're in any right now, is this, <laughs> you know, is this going to be a very dangerous uh, short war or what? Yalu Mala Kamoshai Bimos Avshalom no. Uh, then he'll go uh on high just like Avshalom uh, at the death of Avshalom's son. Kamoshabat Avshalom Kin Yovdu Koli Bechashem and Shem should destroy all of our enemies. Okay, let's stop here because we're over time already. All right, so let's think about this. We got a lot to think about. Hopefully we'll work it out next time. Uh and uh and uh Ken will help me out. Okay. Have a good night. Thank you. Yep, yep. Good night. Good night. <laughs> If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in 
enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewash at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.